Okay, I'm running this. Okay, I'm going to kill it. Hey, it's me, Stuart Wellington on the Flophouse Podcast, and welcome to another Flophouse Mini. That's a mini episode of the Flophouse Podcast, where instead of watching a movie and talking about it, we're just going to do whatever we want. Joining me are my co-hosts, as always, and they will introduce themselves as... Dan McCoy. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Thank I'm you for sorry. the opportunity to introduce Perfect. myself. Yeah, yeah no, you're I'm welcome. sorry. I was thrown by you said you were gonna kill it. And then as soon as you started talking, your voice broke like the 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 teen in the Simpsons. Mm, that's great. That's uh painting a picture for everyone uh, yeah. at home as mm-hmm. to what I look like in real life. Yeah, so that's so what I said. Now normally you think you're you're tuning in and you think that you are gonna be in the flop house, but in fact, you're not in the flop house today, baby. You're in Teaser Town. Teaser Town is the place oh. where we talk about uh, trailers, and that means it's trailer time in Teaser Town. <laughs> Stuart, I just moved. Now you're telling me I live in Teaser Town. Live in <laughs> Teaser so Town. I know. Well, uh, do you, did you save the bins that you rented to pack up all your stuff? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, that was a big topic of conversation at our uh, live show recently. Wait a minute. Oh. Are we doing a teaser in the middle of Teaser Town? I think that's a perfect <laughs> well, time for trailers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is now. This is a Teaser Town in Trailer Time in Teaser Town. Yeah. Uh, toilet time in tiny town. Is that, Dan, don't is get distracted. That? Don't get distracted by other words oh. that start with T. Do what you're supposed to do. No, I we just you know we did a Battlefield Earth live show, uh, and we we had it filmed and we streamed it for people, and and uh, it was a whole lot of fun. I really enjoyed sitting there and watching and chatting with people and watching the show that we were in and remembering what we said because I forget it. Almost immediately, and uh, getting to see reactions in real time. Like I said to Audrey, it's kind of like the non-depressing equivalent of being at your own funeral. Like you get to <laughs> see nice things that people are saying. Anyway, it was fun to be in the audience, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh, yeah, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> And our uh, audience still has the opportunity to sit in that audience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to see it, it's it's not done just because we were like pushing the premiere when we were going to be in the chat. It is available VOD, that's video on demand, or in this case, streaming uh, website file on demand at it's still Flophouse Podcast. dot com slash stream. Flophousepodcast.com slash stream is where you can uh, go take a look at that if you want. And uh, I wanted to say, you know, let us know what you thought of it. Like, we were really happy with the way it was shot and and turned out. But um, I would love to hear if you guys have thoughts on, on whether you liked it, what we should do more like these, these uh, shows, uh, live shows filmed, uh, if you had any thoughts about the content. I don't know. Feedback. It's fun. Yeah. That's flophousepodcast.com slash stream to buy tickets to see the video, and you know what's on that page is a trailer for the show itself. Uh-huh, wow. yep. That's right, because it's trailer time in Teaser Town. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, <laughs> if you follow that link, you have access to buying some exclusive merch that's really cool. But Because it's also of- merch month in, 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 in Teaser Town yeah. also, yeah. Uh-huh. Merch Madness. Uh-huh. Merch Madness. not in, during in, March. It's in very Teaser confusing Town. for people. But. Now yeah. let's get back to Trailer it's, Time. Oh, merch, sorry. Merch Me You Madness in April. Oh, yeah, so Trailer Time in Teaser Town. Yeah, so Teaser Town. It feels uh, like Trailer Time starts earlier and earlier every year here in Teaser Town. <laughs> exactly. Um, and one of the reasons why we're doing a Trailer Time in Teaser Town is because – 
Uh, we're about to record our full-length episode that's going to come out next week. Um, and we actually did a Flophouse in the aisles, which means we went to a movie theater to watch the movie. So that's a movie that's currently playing in theaters. And what plays before movies when you're in a movie theater, guys? That's right. Teasers, it's trailer time. So uh-huh. we watched a series of, uh, Dan and I went to, we Dan and I, just to paint a little picture, uh, Dan and I went to the uh, the Alamo Draft House in Staten Island. I drove us there uh, and it was a lovely experience. I was a little disappointed. I have to say that the menu options weren't all gabagool and spaghetti plates. Um, <laughs> That's a harmful stereotype. (laughs) That people in Staten Island like delicious food? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't get a rice ball with my movie, but that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, But (laughs) there were- What about fried zucchini? Did they have any fried zucchini? No, they didn't have fried, they had fried pickles, which is basically the same thing, right, Dan? Uh, sure. It's the same genus. Yeah, zucchini is kind of a Gentile pickle. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, a a number of trailers played before it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down the different trailers that played. Eventually, we'll ask Elliot what trailers played before his screening. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's some crossover. Maybe not. We'll find out. And after I bring up each trailer, we're all going to come down on a rating. And the rating is, uh, we got to see it. I'll wait for reviews or... (laughs) I'll only watch that for the flop house. Okay. Mm. So those are your three options. Sounds good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Super clear. For the record, since you mentioned your theater, I just want to make sure people know why I went to the Regal UA Theater in La Cañada, uh, California. So in the La Crescenta Montrose area. Now, did that movie theater have spaghetti? It did not have spaghetti. And you know what it didn't have? I was having a not great day. I was having a pretty bad day that day. And I said, I'm going to see this movie. I want Uh a big jumbo-sized king-sized Kit Kat. That's what I'm going to have. They didn't have it. Very disappointing. Their snack bar was woefully understocked with the kinds of candy I like to eat. Which is just a what a giant Kit Kat bar. Like a big what, Kit what, Kat, did you yeah. did you have a second? Did you have a backup? Option? I would have settled for Nestle Crunch. I wanted something that combined chocolate and crunch, and they just didn't mm-hmm. have it. What if they had like a giant crackle bar, a oh. thing that you normally only get in tiny form? <laughs> I've only ever seen it in fun size. I'd be like Santa Maria. The legends are true. <laughs> yeah, you'd try to I'd, figure out if you crossed uh, crossed into the fringe universe or something. Yeah, I'd have to write up that citing for science, the 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 uh, or, or nature, the uh, the academic journal. Yeah. Yep. So the first trailer that played before our screening, uh, Dan, you can obviously correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be the recently released trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Ah, yes, 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 that was. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, Now, this is a perfect opportunity. If you at home want to know what we're talking about, you can actually go over to YouTube and look up the the most recent trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, Now, Dan, how do you feel about this trailer? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, this this is complex because, like, I think the trailer is is good as far as it goes. It, I mean, like, I assume that this third film, from everything I hear about it, is going to be it'll probably feature the same characters as the other movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's, yeah. It's, I feel like it's, that's it's, safe. That's a safe guess. It seems like it's headed in a you know sad direction of some kind to send off these characters since people have said you know like this is the last time we're going to see this configuration of this team in a movie uh what what people said that i don't know the trade internet stories the (laughs) trades yeah the trades let's call it the trades um 
But like, I do feel like they're hitting it kind of hard, the sadness. Like it's not, it doesn't, like I, I'm going to see this movie regardless of the rating of the trailer. Like these are my guys. Like th- these are my favorite of the MCU. So yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward you gotta see to it. it. But I am kind of also like, why are they selling so hard how like dour and, <laughs> and um, Do you think people are watching the trailer and they're like another super move, a superhero movie. Oh wait, this one's going to be sad. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not particularly what I, enjoy about Guardians of the Galaxy and I assume it will only get sad eventually <laughs> like there'll be plenty of the hijinks it's not, come yeah, it's to not expect. what cries no, no, and whispers what, or what you liked most from Guardians of the Galaxy is the dourness the dour yeah, tear, exactly. tear filled eyes yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah the, the trailer does promise a little bit of sadness there's a lot of like quick cuts of Star-Lord crying and I'm like uh. Uh, what do you find out some weird thing about I don't know uh, I was about to make a Chris Pratt joke but I can't come up with specifics <laughs> yeah he he's, found he's out ironed his, out his image so much. He he's found so out about his own uh, religious views. <laughs> so here's <laughs> the thing that sad. I'll tell you. Have you, you seen what, this trailer, Elliot? Real I quick have seen I... this trailer, and here's the okay. thing: I don't want tears. I want Adam Warlock, and I yes. am not getting enough Adam Warlock in this trailer. I don't know if there's any no. Adam Warlock in this new trailer. I think there's like a clip. There's Maybe like a little. Like a, you see him like walk for a second or something like that, but mm-hmm. it makes me feel like this is not going to be the Warlock extravaganza that, that I was hoping it would uh. be. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it looks a little psychedelic. That's what Adam Can Warlock's I all about. Can I recommend right? the film Warlock if you want a Warlock extravaganza? No, no, Dan, I don't want a, a Warlock. I want Adam Warlock. Okay, oh, Julian Sands would have been a pretty good Adam Warlock. He would have. <laughs> when he was younger, he would have been an amazing Adam Warlock. That's true. Oh man. But, but I will say the. Uh, it's weird that uh, it feels like. James Gunn, he made this last Guardians of the Galaxy, like he did uh-huh. all of them, and then he jumped to DC, and it almost feels like he had to make it as DC a looking movie as possible before he went yeah. to DC. Like it, feel, yeah. From, from the trailer, it looks more, almost more Zack Snydery than James Gunny. I'm sure that's just the trailer, but I don't well, know. that's the other thing. Like I feel like as the series went on, like the MCU movies started getting like a codified look. And now they all look sort of washed out and gray because they don't have enough time to like color grade everything. They're, they're, like they're a, literally photocopying the movie at the last minute and sending it to the theater because <laughs> they didn't give the, the effects team enough time to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also like they want like a unified look, I guess, across these films now. But like that, you know, the the first Guardians was relatively colorful, and now it, it yeah, it seems like everything is a fine mist has covered the camera. Well, and and one of the things that is a strength of the Marvel movies is that they're colorful. That the characters yeah. are not all covered in gray ash constantly. Like in that first Avengers movie, it, those character the, the, that famous spinning moment where we were amazed to see five superheroes on screen at once, they pop because it's the world is gray because it's skyscrapers and rubble, but their yeah. costumes are like blue, red, green. Like mm-hmm. they they should mm-hmm. look. They should look colorful. All the colors. Unlike the, colors. the like 90s, X, the uh, the Fox uh, X-Men movies where like they immediately just put them all in black leather outfits. Yes, exactly. Where whenever they bring the X-Men into the into the Disney world, like I want them to be wearing, I want Wolverine to be wearing a bright yellow and blue costume. Like do yeah, it. Yeah, as, as bright as possible. Yeah. Super bright. I Like he wouldn't be able to sneak around stealth wise. That's how good he is. He's like Harrison yes. Bergeron. He's got to wear a bright yes. yellow costume just to make it fair to the rest of the world. Thank he's you. he's so good at sneaking. Look, his <laughs> idea of, hunting is you just you gotta sneak up to a skittish doe in an open field and just be able to touch it with your finger because it doesn't even notice you're there to the last minute you know i can see mark silvestri drawing that that exchange elliot oh Um, yeah yeah okay so so guardians of the galaxy i'm gonna give it a oh wait what's what are the ratings again 
Uh, I got to see it. I'll wait for reviews or only for the flop house. I mean, I'll probably see it, right? Okay. It's got Adam yeah. Warlock in it. Mm-hmm. And that, but that's not necessarily based it. on the on the trailer. No, based on the trailer, I would give it the same way that I was very I was really looking forward to Quantumania. And then based on the trailer, I ended up giving that a pass and I'll see yeah. it later. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what do I want from my Ant-Man movies? I don't want him to be running around while a CGI spaceship shoots lasers at him. Like I want to see him do like Shrinking and growing stuff. What do I want from Kang? Yes. I want time travel. I don't want like some yeah. kind of some kind of alien, you know, sludge world. You know. Anyway, so that's just based on the trailer. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah. oddly, the movie Alien Sludge World w- would sounds like a great movie. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, what, what do I want from the movie Alien? I want an Alien <laughs> Sludge World. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm I'm with you on this one. I got to see it, but it, again, it's it's probably based more on the uh, the 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 pedigree of the the previous films as opposed to the yeah. trailer itself. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the next one we saw was the trailer for Strays, a what looks like a sex <laughs> oh, comedy, yes. uh, but starring a bunch of dogs with I, CGI animated mouths that, that are play, spitting did, out the voices of celebrity actors. That did play when I was in the theater beforehand, and the whole time I was like, I had storm between two feelings. One, I work on a TV show about talking animals and it felt like they did like featuring is, some of the same fe- featuring some of the same cast and the and so it was like what the hell is this like and like and the other but the other feeling was like this is a this is one of several trailers I saw before the before the movie where I was like is this a real movie or is this like a sketch movie like is this a, yes. a not, and like is this a a fake trailer that's appearing in a in a movie like it felt like I was watching one of the fake trailers before Tropic Thunder you know well, that's one of the th- that is something that Elliot texted us uh, mm-hmm. before. You know, you you said this thing about how like oh, the, I saw a bunch of trailers that felt like they were fake movies, and then when Strays came up, I leaned over to Stuart and I'm like, I, I, I bet this is one of the movies <laughs> Elliot was talking was. about. Also, because it looks like when you when you shoot a a fake trailer for a sketch movie, you often don't have access to a lot of locations. So it looks like the same three scenes are kind of just edited together and it never mm-hmm. really looks like a real movie. And the Strays trailer kind of looks like that. Like they, it kind yeah. of looks like it takes place in like four locations and it's just animals, dogs talking on the same street <laughs> corners. So it's like, is this a whole movie? Like, is there, is there enough movie here? Yeah. We'll find yeah. out when we go see Strays. If it, it feels, uh, is it made by the same people who made Good Boys? Did you guys see that one? I saw that. Because yeah, that's the, that was the energy I got from the trailer. Similar. And yeah. I, I ended up liking that movie quite a bit more than I expected. I mean, so. there might be there might be funny jokes in this. Also, did you guys see all the trailers I saw must have been like the Red Band adults only trailers because there was yeah. a ton of swearing. <laughs> like in, in full all on dicks hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was, it was insertion. Spurting. I'd never seen that in a trailer yeah. before. <laughs> no. But the, 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 uh, and there, they, the, so, Maybe it'll turn out to be funny, but it was like uh, it felt very. Uh, it just didn't feel like a like it didn't feel like a real movie. I have to admit, I mean, like I don't know, I I, I can't tip my rating beforehand. I like, but um, yeah, keep the audience in suspense. No spoilers. Yeah. Well, I would I wouldn't say that I was like convinced by the trailer, but I will say that like at the beginning of the trailer, I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then by the end, I was kind of like, "Oh, you kind of got me a couple times yeah, yeah, there." Yeah. Trailer. Like, I kind of felt the same way. There's a so t- spoiler for that trailer, I guess. Like, it's the animals are talking, and they're like, yeah. l- bad. They're like foul mouth animals, and I'm like, all right. And then the hero of the movie goes, "I'm gonna go back to my owner who abandoned me, and I'm gonna bite his dick off." And and they're like, "That's the mission. That's what we're doing." And there, and there was something about how specific that was. That was like, all right, yeah. that's no, you got me yeah. a little bit, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just I'm going to get revenge. That's the sort but. of thing that gets this trailer sent to me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
The promise of a penis being forcibly removed. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I feel well, like- Because we all know this, according to Stuart, the basic stories are all man versus man, man versus <laughs> nature, and someone versus a penis. Man versus <laughs> yeah. penis, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think Shakespeare said that. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to wait for reviews. I'm not like over the moon. I'm not like dying to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the I'm same gonna, way. Yeah. I'm going to wait for reviews. I like the reviews would have to be pretty glowing for me to see it in the theater probably. And, this and Dan is, sees whatever garbage. In the he theater. sees I will. everything in the I theaters. see, I mean, if someone invited me to it and it was like, <laughs> At and it's Alamo at the Alamo, I, and you've, you've got where a season I've already pass. got the season pass. And I'm like, well, I should make use of this. Like, yeah. Otherwise, would, Dan will give it as his worst insult. He will watch it on a plane. Will, on a plane yeah. is where on this his, will probably be watched. Phone. I have to say. Yeah. Okay, so the third trailer we got, which uh, everyone can queue up now if they would like, is for the A24 produced horror movie "Talk to Me." Mm-hmm. Talk to me. So check it out, folks. Elliot, did you see this one? What was that one about? Because what was strange was, so the spoiler alert, the movie we're doing next week is a horror movie. Uh, I was surprised at how almost all the trailers before mine were comedies, were like foul mouth comedies. But then there were a couple horrors, but I don't remember what this this one was about. Do you remember a a papier-mâché hand with a bunch of words on it that is- No. Like Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I saw this one. Do you want to uh, do you want to take a break and watch this trailer real quick? No, I'd rather hear you describe it to okay. me. Okay. Yeah. So the, the premise of this is uh, as a as some kind of a like a fun party game or like a viral uh, filmed event. The these uh, at a party, they this girl holds onto that this like paper mache hand. Yeah. Uh, that looks very menacing and. Uh, the idea is like holding onto this hand and saying, talk to me, will bring a spirit into our world for a short period of time. And then mm-hmm. by blowing out the candle that you have lit, it'll send that spirit back. But of course, something bad happens. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, like, I don't know, this, it seems like it's the kind of high concept premise that would normally land a movie into prime Flophouse Shocktober territory. Uh, but it looks but it, good. It, it looked Good to me. I mean, so I saw when I saw the movie Rinfield, which I did not expect to enjoy. I went because I had the aforementioned Alamo pass, and my friend invited me, and then I mm-hmm. ended up liking it a lot. Based more than on I the trailers being bad, yeah, because trailers, we're in Teaser Town, and yeah. that's an important part of Teaser Town. The, the, no, the, trailer, about the trailers. trailers, the trailers for that one were they could have gone either way for me. I still haven't seen the yeah. movie, okay. but it was like it was. There was enough in it that I liked, but there was enough in it that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, the trailers to me felt like if somebody was trying to make what we do in the shadows, but with some like shitty, uh, like special effects, heavy action sequences. No, I mean it felt more like sort of a an offbeat like '90s like morbid ro- romantic comedy vibe, but except for there's not that much romance in it at all. But like it's got that kind of okay thing going on. But it was a little weirder than I expected. Anyway, the point is like I saw this trailer. And the next one we're going to be talking about, but in flipped order. Okay. And maybe it was the lingering after effects of the other trailer, which is also very effective. But I like went into this one and I was like, this looks scary. I'm into it. Like I, <laughs> I, I really like it, it had all the elements of what could be like a truth or dare style, like not very good. Uh-huh. But it was, you know, it, it just seemed to be like shot and framed and there was enough weird imagery that there's came enough up later. weird stuff in later. it later like yeah. i like okay. the weird the weird hand <laughs> yeah 
I'm a fan of that. So yeah, I got to say, based on the strength of the trailer, I think this is one I'm going to have to see. Yeah, probably same. Since I haven't seen the trailer, but based on your summary, I'm going to wait for reviews. But that okay. makes sense. Fair enough. Okay. Maybe but you heard, I don't know. you heard the reviews okay. of the trailer. <laughs> Next <laughs> trailer, the trailer were, were surprisingly positive. Yeah. Yeah. Next trailer, gang, as uh, as Dan mentioned, this next one is a trailer for The Boogeyman. So just mm-hmm. look up The Boogeyman on YouTube. I think it's uh, a trailer from about two months ago. <laughs> just uh, Google The Boogeyman and I'm sure you will. No, Google like The Boogeyman trailer okay. 2023 or something. Yeah. Um, I don't, by the way, I checked all of these. I Googled mm-hmm. all of these to make sure that they're available. Um, Elliot, did you see this one? It sounds familiar. Tell me about it. Okay. So the, uh, I mean, the premise is this uh, father played by Chris Messina with a beard. Uh, He has a daughter who uh, doesn't like going to sleep because she's got a boogeyman in her room. Uh, (laughs) It's a good reason not to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to say- there's also a teenage. There's a teenage kid. I feel it like seems this more focused on them. Christmasina shows up later, but and I think the premise also is that he's not around enough, and that's yeah. part of the reason the boogeyman's coming for them. Uh, because I don't know, maybe Christmasina's got some other gigs going on. Who knows? Maybe he's in Birds of Prey too. Um, the uh, so the Stuart, I've and, got some. I've got some bad news for you. Oh no! About what? Birds of Prey too. <laughs> what? Uh, James Gunn says it's back on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Tell me more about so, the. I did not see this trailer. I'm I'm kind of scanning through this trailer as you talk. I did not see it. Also, the guy who played like uh, speaking of James Gunn, the polka dot guy in Suicide Squad oh. shows up at one point to tell Christmasina that he's needs to be paying attention to his kids because. He's got like a drawing of the scary yeah, boogeyman. That's wait, David. I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, it's complicated. I, I, I couldn't either. Um, and I, I certainly can't no scope it without it in front of me. Um, he, yeah, but he's like a big like horror movie guy. I know that he's like that's a big, Balkan. yeah, he's a big champion of horror movies. And I've seen him like I think he's been a guest on uh, the Boulay Brothers show. Uh, yeah, so that would make sense. Um, maybe he's involved in the production of the movie or something. And now, um, according other, to this, according to this trailer, it's from the mind of Stephen King. Now, is this oh it's right, just based from the on mind. something he wrote, or is just he was asleep and they stole one of his dreams? <laughs> it's a good yep. question. Now, they nobody uses weird slang in the trailer. So, and <laughs> yeah. there's is no there classic any, cars. Yeah, any doo-wop music or uh, uh, otherwise, cla- you know, old timey rock mm, type stuff or proto rock. I'd have to double check. According I mean, to this, okay, it's based. It's based on Chris a short story. A, Oh, okay, because I was like, oh, maybe Christmasina is playing a writer. That would make it. Uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, more kingy. So I, I feel think like I've read that short story. The the actual content of the trailer feels felt more just like a series of things, events, things kind of because it's like monster hiding in background, like lots uh, I of see. that stuff. Um, <laughs> so but it's it's, like, like, so it's, like, it's so it's 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 the this is the adaptation of the Where's Waldo books that we've been waiting for all this time, but over development it turned into a boogeyman movie. You know, it makes sense. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, while the trailer seems scary enough, I would say I'm gonna put this one up for uh, I'm gonna wait for reviews because uh, I think it could kind of go either way. I'm more into it than that. I I, I really liked this trailer. I mean, it could just be the way the trailer was cut, but I liked the. It starts off with this sort of gimmick where you know the woman is the, the little kid is getting therapy for the this fear and uh the therapist has this red light that turns on and off and she's like you know eventually it'll be all the way off and like the idea in therapy one supposes is like you can see that there's no difference between when the light is on and when the light is off but 
as a suspense element, it was very effective, I thought, and creepy. Mm. And uh, I don't know, I, I, it seemed like, you know, horror is a director's game. And uh, I mean, not that other movies aren't, it's not very important, but well, no, I feel like. Musicals are a hockey player's game. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's so based on, you know, managing tone and like, like it, it, yeah, it looked good to me. I'll, I'll just cut short what I'm saying. And all, But also, like, sometimes uh, what works for a trailer, the editing that works in a trailer, might be different in the true, movie, true. right? Yes. Because for, like, the, a longer-form horror thing, might not work well with a ton of rapid cuts, whereas in a, uh, a, a teaser, you know, here in yeah. Teaser Town, you might want something a little faster. I mean, and to be honest, you can't really— trust that what's in the trailer is going to be in the movie, as was the reason for my lawsuit about Anna de Armas being cut out of that movie, uh, which sure. I won, by that the movie, way, which I that won. That movie, Rogue One. <laughs> I, got clarifica- I got clarification that that was not a, the lawsuit wasn't won, the, the, uh, the judge just allowed it to continue. So you said the judge, not said, dismiss it the judge out of said, hand. I'll allow it. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. that's the first hurdle towards winning. But uh, you can't you can't always be sure that the that the trailer and the movie are edited the same way. That's yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Elliot, based on what we've said, where are you going to land on the boogie? And what little you scanned? And knowing I'm, that they stole I'm, it from the mind of Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wait for reviews and also the outcome of the lawsuit Stephen King has with them for stealing <laughs> from his mind. I think the for what, what little you guys have said and what little I've seen of the trailer I scrubbed through, it feels a little generic to me right okay. now. Okay. Um, finally, we have one final trailer for us, and then we'll get to hear what Elliot got to see. Our final trailer, of course, was Spider-Man Across the, oh, yeah. what, across the Spider-Verse, the the new uh, animated Spider-Man film. Uh, obviously, the first one is like a milestone, amazing achievement. It's a in fantastic animation. movie. It's incredible. Justifiably won the Oscar for Best Animated yeah. Film that year. Uh huh. I got. I think it got the Academy Award for Best Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, it was a stiff competition up against was, Spider-Man 2, the second best superhero movie of all time. Yeah, very true. The, the, what, what would you say is the best superhero movie of all time? Spider-Verse? I don't know. I was, maybe Spider-Verse, yeah. Okay. The, the, uh, I thought it was very funny when uh, people were like, whenever the, the best picture winners are, uh, the nominees are announced, and they're like, why don't they start nominating the superhero movies, the ones people love? So why doesn't Spider-Man get nominated for best picture? And it's like, well, Spider-Man movie won an Oscar, like, recently. <laughs> like, what? This, like, someone just, someone just, two men have won for playing the Joker. Like, is there, you know, what, yeah. what more do we need? But anyway, you're saying Spider-Man. Dude, what about when fucking Flash entered the Speed Force? <laughs> yeah, that was the number oh, one that was, stand was, up and cheer moment. It was amazing. I remember so well where I was when I stood up and cheered and I could hear the deafening roar of people yes. across the country standing up and cheering all at the same time. It caused a minor earthquake, which unfortunately yeah. killed several hundred people in, yeah. in uh, Western Canada, which was, uh, my heart goes out to them. But really, uh-huh. that moment, yeah, wow, couldn't, couldn't beat it when Flash enters the Speed <laughs> Force. A moment that I'm not sure I really remember exactly what it is. Man, I kind of wish that like my favorite superhero movie, I mean, I feel like it should be like Blade 2 or something. <laughs> so this, I've seen multiple trailers for this uh, movie since it's a big movie. And Ellie, I gotta, have you seen this trailer yet? Yeah, I don't know this? that I've seen the most recent one yet. I mean, I know I'm going to see that movie, so I'm kind of staying away from the trailers because okay. I just yeah. want to see the movie. Uh, this one has... It's like Miles' aunt is like sort of talking to him throughout most of it. And I thought it was his mom. 
Oh, I see. I don't know the, that version of Spider-Man enough to like the number <laughs> yeah. who, who's like, alive what, and who's dead. Who's alive and who's yeah. dead. Um, so his mom's talking to him and like it's it actually like sort of holds it back towards until the very end. Like you don't see a lot of like exciting yes. stuff. Like a lot of it is yeah, because they know they've got just, you. They don't need to show I know. you a lot of stuff. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I've they should, seen, the trailer should just say Spider Man across Spider Verse, and then does a voice that just says, well, "Did you see the last movie? Well, You're that's seeing the thing. this one." That's that's what I, like the I want to see this movie. This is one of the most anticipated movies. I loved the last one. This trailer specifically didn't do that much for me, though. Mm-hmm. And but like the thing is, like honestly, but the uh, first Spider Man twenty trailer like, in it. I I I had to sort of adjust to the to what they were doing. I was not wild about the trailer, and then I saw the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, this is great!" So I I, I have faith that it'll be. Yeah, I mean, it looks so it looks great. There was uh, it used a little bit of footage from the first movie, I think, um, but for the most part, yeah, I mean, it looks incredible. It looks uh, there isn't enough like linking. There's not enough information to really know what it's about, other than at least for me. Uh, other than going into a universe full of little Spider-Mans uh, of mm-hmm. different varieties. Um, but it all it all looks great. Um, and it, there's some message about being true to yourself. That's a Spider-Man thing, right? Yeah, Spider-Man's always being always needing to be true to himself. That's a big thing, yeah. Uh-huh. And but, be true to his school. Thank you, I was waiting for <laughs> Of course, you have to be. You have to be. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so, I mean, I think all three of us are definitely going to see this. The strength sure. of the trailer may be... It they kind of yeah. they kind of softball pitched this one to us because they knew it was an easy uh, layup. Uh, I, to- I totally understand. <laughs> this is a time when the marketing department can kind of take a breather. They don't have to, <laughs> yeah. have to put their all yeah. into it. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to figure out how to how to promote Mordecai two more mustaches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the name of the movie. Mordecai two more mustaches? Question mark. Well, that's 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 the name of the movie and their <laughs> and the uh, slogan. Their uh, yeah. The, well, their. Uh, uh, advertising campaign. Yes. yes. Sorry. Yep. No, that's correct. Okay. This is actually a really great time for us to take a break and do a little jumbotron here in Teaser Town. Introducing the American International Podcast. Here just in time to celebrate the iconic studio's 69th anniversary. Every week, Jeff and Cheryl dive into American International Pictures catalog and talk about the casts, the plots, the history, and the cultural impact of everything from the abominable Dr. Fives to Zontar, the thing from Venus. Find the American International Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. That sounds right up your alley, Elliot. It certainly does, yeah. I think I am going to check out that podcast today. Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. Hello, I'm Lori Kilmerton. We do a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show, and you could listen to it anytime you want it because there's... Hundreds of episodes. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing comedy forever, and we should both quit. So why don't you listen up <laughs> before we leave this not only terrible business, but this awful world. And find out why we can't. <laughs> because we love it so. <laughs> the Jackie and Lori Show, every week here on MaximumFun.org. 
I'm sure you've noticed how giant corporations are controlling more and more about what we consume, whether it's our food, our news, or even the shows we enjoy. The Greatest Generation is a show that stands up to big Star Trek and says no. We can laugh about costumes that fit too tightly in the groin area. We can make a Star Trek podcast that's basically only about that. The Greatest Generation. The show for free and independent thinkers about Star Trek. And the groins of different costumes. Reviewing every episode in order. So subscribe to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org. You'll be doing your part in telling the Star Trek industrial complex that they can't control your mind. So now that we're back here in Teaser Town and it's uh, time for some more trailers, that's right, it's trailer time. Elliot, what teasers did you get before your screening of the movie? So I think, Stuart, you mentioned, I don't know if we had mentioned before, the movie that we are talking about in the next episode is, of course, The Pope's Exorcist in theaters now, but not for much longer. It might be out of theaters, actually, <laughs> by this point. Uh, I had to really rush to find it before it left the theaters. Um, and I was yeah, surprised. Yeah, they were, like, taking the reels away as, uh, <laughs> as the like, movie's no, going. No, no. They were, I had to catch them as they were being hurled into a dumpster out in the back of the theater. Uh, <laughs> so the... Uh, Although maybe it, maybe it turns into a great movie. Find out next week in our episode. Uh, so I was surprised they didn't show us that many horror trailers. One they did show us was Evil Dead Rise, the uh, the trailer for the new Evil uh-huh. Dead movie. Where in it's, theaters now? In theaters, yeah, I think it's right now. And uh, the I'm I'm not. It's one that uh, I'm kind of torn about it because there's a lot of neat stuff in the trailer, but at the same time, I don't know if it's what I want from my Evil Dead movies exactly. But also, it's another one where they were like, hey, let's take this horror thing and put it in like an apartment building in a city. And I already went through that with Scream 6 where they said, hey, let's take a killer and put him in New York. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I did that, dudes. Like, I did that. So Okay, so you're bringing a little, you're bringing a little uh, I got annoyance a little per- to the table. Personal yeah. resentment. But uh, but I don't know. I mean, what do you guys have, what have you guys heard about it? Because I haven't seen any reviews of it yet. I've heard like good things, both. I, the reviews are... Uh, fairly good, which honestly, when it comes to horror movies, unless they're something that is obviously like sort of a, a critic can latch onto and be, and, and be like, Oh, this is elevated in some way. Like uh, just sort of like my mildly positive horror movie reviews are good enough for me. Like, I think I will probably like it in those situations and our friends who went and saw it also really liked it, John Mary. They- we have friends, yeah. and they saw the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you see, Elliot, did you see the 2013 Evil Dead remake that came out? I did out? not. I still haven't gotten around to seeing it. I got to say, I you good. should check it out. It's fucking gross, dude. Okay, it's like super it. gory. And the setup is really, like, I really like the premise of setting it up that they're, go- they're going out of the cabin to, like, help their friend get over drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And then when, like, fucked up shit starts happening, she has a little bit of trouble being like, is this for real or is this the deep? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's a great setup. It's like, it's a little fucking, like, it's a little sadistic. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're watching, a, like, I don't, I feel like it came after that, like, f- the French New Wave of, like, horror stuff that's, like, very sadistic. It's like Inside and Martyrs and stuff like that. Yeah, like the shit where you're like, okay, <laughs> calm down, everybody. Like, I don't like this. This is not, like, this is not <laughs> what I go to a horror, this was the yeah. entertainment, right? Like, you're not really supposed to be making me upset about the world, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's still super gory and pretty, yeah. pretty great. I mean, I can understand what you said. You're saying, Elliot, about like I'm not sure what the, this is whether this is what I want out of an Evil Dead movie. But on the other hand, like 
I don't know. Those movies already exist. So, like, if there's yeah, a good I mean, version of what they're going to give me. Yeah. Then. Or even or even if it's something different, but it's just got Evil Dead paint on yeah. it. You know, like, that. that's, that. like, if it's good, it'll be good. I think there's a, like, uh, I guess what it, maybe it's because I'm also thinking about having seen The Pope's Exorcist afterwards, where I'm like, I kind of want to see demons inside people's bodies doing different things that I've seen before. Like, crawling on mm. walls and being suddenly, like, your mommy's in hell, you know, and stuff like that. Like I've seen it so many times, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. but maybe there's new stuff and that's just what's in the trailer to get the newbies in to uh, communicate to them, like what it's like when you're possessed <clears throat> by a deadite or something like that. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, the, I want to see, I always want to see new things. That's my whole thing, man. I want to see new yeah, things. Yeah, you're an explorer on the far reaches of experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> two new things that I don't think I'm going to see though, are the other two trailers <laughs> that I watched <laughs> okay. before. Okay. The, the, the Pope's Exorcist. Uh, Wait, we didn't, what, we didn't come down with oh, a yeah, review. I think, yeah. I think I'm going to go see this one. I'm excited. I'll probably see it eventually. I don't know if I'm going to see it in the theaters, but I'll see it eventually. I literally keep telling Stuart, you know, tell me when you can see Evil Dead Rise and I'll go with you to the movie theater. And for some reason, I'm such a a busy boy. As soon as I have a second. Because, Dan, you're being a little too, like, you got to play hard to get. Thirsty? You're being too thirsty. You want it too bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My my DMs are filled with dudes being like, hey, when do you want to see Evil Dead? (laughs) I I I just know that we both have wives who have avowedly said, not interested. So it seems like the perfect, perfect matchup, you know? Yeah, your work wives too. Another, yeah. yeah, another date, yeah. date night. Um, uh, so, I, and I'll, I, I'm, I was curious about that. I mean, there's that part where she's just cracking eggs and dropping them into a frying pan, and I'm at one after another, and I was like, I and love I'm that. like, oh, I'm so hungry. I want all those eggs. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> that is my mind on drugs. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hungry drugs. Anyway, so uh, the other two trailers though were also for comedies. They were. So, I saw oh. so many comedy trailers before this movie. One, and this one was one of them was for No Hard Feelings. Starring Jennifer right. Lawrence, the movie in which she is a like a like a, a mean oh, we person. We did see this one too. We like saw a mean this. person loser who is hired by a family to date their son before he goes to college. And oh yes, okay. Everything yeah. about this trailer is not for me. It is not what I'm yeah. looking for in a movie. It's like it's a situation I don't believe for a moment with characters that feel like they escaped from like a like a first level improv show or something like that and a lot mm-hmm. of like people accidentally punching each other in the face or so, like it was not it's it's like a I don't know how did you guys feel about it this maybe the movie is not bad but the trailer really was hitting all the wrong buttons for me I, I could see the trailer it hitting the wrong for me. buttons I, I I'm kind of into it just because like I like Jennifer Lawrence and I think she was a victim of like shooting to the top and then people deciding they didn't like her at the same time she was started making some worst career choices. Well, that I mean, I, it, often, I it am, also felt like as soon as she started making kind of like out of the ordinary movie, interesting movies, people were yeah. like, mm, I don't like you anymore, you know? Yeah, but I like the idea. Uh, like, she seems like she's cutting loose and having fun, like playing like broad comedy. And I, I like the idea of seeing that, I guess. I like her. I could, I think she's really yeah. funny, but yeah, it's, uh, but Stu, what were you going to say? I mean, I think, like, I've always been a fan of, like, gross-out comedies and sex comedies, and this kind of seems like one of those. <laughs> I don't know. When, when she, like, when, when one of the jokes in the trailer is she, her walking up to the guy and being like, hey, that's a nice wiener, and he's like, what? And she goes, your wiener dog that you're holding. And it's like— No, mm-hmm. that's— I Oh, was man, like, that's a, that. Oh, it's a, nailed it. I that love it. That shouldn't be yeah. in the trailer. Like, uh-huh. it shouldn't be. But uh, I think it feels like the kind of movie where someone will— 
I'm, I'm not a smart. I'm not a smart comedy writer like you guys. I'm just Joe Sixpack <laughs> over here who uh, likes to yuck it up over wiener. wiener dog jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just it feel it's it was it felt like a movie play. It was playing for someone other than me. Uh, but who knows? I, sometimes I like uh, crazy, gross out things. On the other end of the spectrum, a comedy a trailer that felt almost a little too artsy for me, uh-huh. which was the other oh, trailer I saw, okay. was the one for Fool's Paradise, uh, which is in, starring and I think uh. also written and directed by Charlie Day. And maybe he only wrote it also. Oh, and I haven't seen this trailer yet. Should I, is, no, describe it for me and then so I'll watch it. It's essentially a, his version of being there, I guess, where he is a kind of mute, you know, uh, innocent, I guess, who looks just like a movie star. And so he gets- Oh, like Agent pull- 47, yeah. He gets, pull- <laughs> he gets pulled off the street <laughs> to be that movie star's stunt double and then just is a huge star all of a sudden. And it feels, and it is a, it's one of those movies where somebody who doesn't, who either s- says very little or doesn't talk, everyone projects onto them exactly what they want. And so mm. they they rise to success and suddenly he's on talk shows and he's getting married to a starlet and stuff. And it fe- it feels like one of those things where it is a- Someone who it feels like it might be a case of the Stephen King cycle, where he did uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," which came from it felt like a real place of living and like living a kind of gross life and doing stuff about people who are losers. But now he's a big successful Hollywood person, so he's got to do like his satire of Hollywood. When outside of Hollywood, I don't know how much people really care about like satires of Hollywood necessarily. I don't, I'm, I'm yeah. interested to see if he's going to hit any any new things other than the idea that like everyone in Hollywood is just in it for money and backstabbing and blah, blah, blah. But watching it, the trailer is also trying very hard to like throw crazy energy at you. And it may be like a trying a little too, much in the, in the way. The like, uh, like the crazy energy that Kang shoots out of his hand. <laughs> kind of, but much uh, the opposite of the way that the Spider-Verse trailer is like, we know you're going to see this movie. Like, we don't have yeah. to work too hard for this. This movie feels like it's working really hard. Uh, the trailer feels like it's working really, really yeah. hard. And it is a little sweaty in that way. So, but you guys haven't seen this trailer, huh? Maybe it's only playing in Los Angeles or the Los Angeles area for people in the movie industry. I don't know. Mm, maybe. Uh, what? I mean, I feel like we've talked about a lot of comedy trailers. And I feel like the vast majority of studio comedies seems so focused on also being lifestyle porn. Like there's a certain amount of like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just like extra I feel, sensitive to it. I feel like that's it. movies in general right now and comedies got, get swept up in that also. Yeah, like, you're probably right. There's very few, com- I mean like, I a movie like Raising Arizona, I don't see being made nowadays for a number of reasons. But what, in terms of like, they don't make movies that budget too much anymore. But also the fact that like, yeah, you never see a rich person's house. They don't go on a fancy vacation. And it feels like so many, except for horror movies, it feels like almost every movie, you have to see a fancy person's house at some point. Are you saying that Nathan Arizona isn't rich, the owner of all those un... Wait, wait, unfinished Arizona, what is, unpainted Arizona? <laughs> Something like, I th- he is so realistically rich. Like he is, yeah. he, I believe him as the richest guy in that town. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but like if they were making Raising Arizona now, it would be like, uh, they would be watching a news story. It would be like the billionaire owner of this sports team right. had seven exactly. babies and it would be shots of helicopters. And y- he's like, d- he's bringing the babies on a helicopter to a yacht or something like that. And they're like, and then the trailer would go, boom, we got to steal one of those babies. And then it would just be them. And, and take like, take that baby back to our, let's say modestly appointed uh, house in the suburbs. Well, they, yeah. they would live, they would live in a upper middle-class house. Yeah. In, in, uh, in, in the LA suburbs. Yeah. They wouldn't be, they would not be living in a borderline trailer house, you know, trailer home. Uh, 
It's just, that's one of the, yeah, it's one of the sad things right now is that like, it feels like almost every movie now has some aspect of luxury porn to it. Which is one of the things that I like so much about uh, the Poker Face show is that it did feel like it was highlighting people who live on the kind of like edges of society Mm -hmm. um, and not in like lavish luxury all the time. Yeah. And so the, uh, uh, I think there's a, the kinds of comedies that are getting made now for theaters, I think probably are the ones that seem like outrageous enough that you can make a trailer like the ones yeah. we've been talking about for those comedies. Well, mm-hmm. That's the other problem with, I, this is actually where I thought Stuart was going to complain about with comedy trailers. It's just like, I can't, like the best you can do in a comedy trailer often, I feel like is to sell the situation and people be like, oh, I can see how that situation would be funny. Yeah. Because like trailers are bound to like hit the broadest moments because they want the biggest effect out of it. But those moments out of context, like maybe they're funnier in the movie once they've been built to in some way, but they just feel like the lowest brow shenanigans. Or maybe they are that, but like comedy is based on character and you have to get to know the characters and then laugh at them. Anyway, what are you saying? Well, often, often the biggest, broadest moments and the biggest visual moments in a comedy are often the less funny parts of them. It's the part where yeah. there's a car chase or I'm, I'm not a fan of Caddyshack. It's not a movie I like, but that boat what? scene is, I know, I'm sorry, hot take, but that boat scene is particularly the worst scene in the movie. And it's, and if you were making a trailer for Caddyshack now, it would be all boats crashing into each other because those are the yes. big visual punctuation moments. And the, you know? and the poop in the pool. And that's the poop like, in the pool that's would make a it. Fucking so, that's a layup. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's, easy. that's, that's your end of the trailer joke for sure. Uh, but the, yeah, it's it's like a well, I mean, part of it is that they've really perfected the method of making trailers for movies like uh superhero or Christopher Nolan movies where the movie where it's more about the antici- you want to know everything about the movie except the anticipation of like one thing that happens in it, you know. Where and comedies are not that. Like I I really miss old comedy trailers where you would have a voiceover that's like Richie George thought he had it all, but he didn't realize. Like, I kind of missed that I, because I was set actually it up. going over some older trailers for a segment that we're not actually going to get to in trailer time this time. We're going to have to save <laughs> oh, no. it for the next visit to Teaser Town. But um, I'm shocked at how how older trailers had so many more voiceovers than modern trailers seem to have. Yes, and specifically the weird like hearing certain voiceovers in trailers like hits somewhere in my lizard brain and I'm like, oh, this voice makes me so excited. Well, and like it was, it used to be, I mean, things go, creative things go in cycles, fashion and style and trend things go in cycles. So like, I think there was a period when people got tired of voiceovers and trailers and they, you know, it turned into that in a world, you know, like, like the guy who did stuff. the, the guy who did the voiceover for the Star Wars special edition trailers, if he released just like, ASMR erotica tapes. I would be so fucking <laughs> sure, But talking it. about Star Wars stuff, yeah. Y- yeah, th- I mean, I thought that went with that saying. Yeah, like Ugnaught. Uh, I said erotica, things. Elliot. <laughs> but, th- but then it, I remember it when it felt refreshing when it was a trailer just made out of clips from the movie with no voiceovers. Yeah. But now we've gone so far with that and that's become so caught off. I mean, like the part where it's like, 
it keeps di- so many trailers that keeps dipping to black and like yeah. and then there's like a whoom what like the stuff mm-hmm. everyone's talked about like that's gotten so boring maybe a I, sparse strings arrangement for your horror trailer yeah like like Stuart uh, the the segment we aren't going to get to Stuart asked us to think of some other trailers that stuck out to us and I kept thinking about the trailer for In the Line of Fire which had I think no footage from the movie in the original teaser and it's just the year 1963 is on screen and there's talking as the six ticks, like a clock ticking turns to turn into a nine, so it becomes 1993. And it gets across everything about like what happened in 1963 is going to happen in 1993. A president's going to get shot unless Clint Eastwood can do anything about it. And I remember that trailer that's a, having- That's a good ass trailer. It's a great trailer. And it's and it feels like I miss trailers like that where they're like, we're going to tell you the story, but we're going to tell you the story in the clearest way and in the way that gets across the feel of it rather than just like- Here's big moments from the movie. We'll we'll throw them at you. Bam, bam, bam. You know. Another favorite one like that for me for a movie that was not very good is the trailer for Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, uh-huh. where the lady in the lake throws Leatherface as chainsaw, and then like lightning hits him. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. And that it's not a very good movie, uh, despite the presence of Viggo Mortensen. And but it means that you could do those trailers without having the line in the movie that's only there to set up the scene in the trailer. You know, like you want to hire me to ha- to date your son before he goes to college? Like, you don't need that line in the movie because you don't need to cut it into the trailer, you know? Yeah, yeah. That was that was the line in uh, in the Spider-Verse, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, this was a lovely time in Teaser Town. Uh, I can't wait for our next trailer time. But I think this is going <laughs> to wrap it up for us today, fellas. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is a product of the Max Fun podcast network uh us here at house cat productions love you very much i'm Stuart wellington joining me is dan mccoy and elliot kalen i stand by the love part dan seemed a little not sure about it but i'm with it 100 percent. yeah okay thank you so much for tuning in see you next week bye <laughs> <laughs> your, your goodbye is getting so baroque <laughs> maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.